heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Bo, are you well? Yeah, good morning, guys. How are we? Very well indeed. There's no rest for uh, all of you after a huge uh, Melbourne Cup week. You're uh, literally back on the horse uh, with this extended Cup carnival now, but you'd be pretty excited heading into this weekend, I imagine. Yeah, definitely excited. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's a huge thrill having such a good chance here in a Group 1 and, and going into there with a lot of confidence. It's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big build-up this week. You worked here this morning at Flemington, so uh, at Caulfield, I should say, and this is the first time that she's been out there. Skybird is the favourite for the 1,000 guineas. How did she get around the Caulfield course? Yeah, I thought she got around really, really well. Uh, I was saying to Mitch, when, I, when we took her to Mooney Valley to, to have a look around in the gallop, you know, she just, just struggled to sort of get balanced up around the bend, and it wasn't probably till straightening where she, she kicked off and showed her turn of foot, but today at Caulfield, she, she was lovely. She's She's really come on well from her last run and um, just gained length. She she travelled really nicely around the bend and with a lot of ease just asked her to click up into the straight and she yeah showed me that turn of foot that she has and gave me a really, really nice feel. It was a spectacular win at the Valley. It's one of the rides of the Spring Carnival uh, slicing through on the inside. Have you felt that she's continued to improve? Uh, she's only had the three starts. Yeah, I think every start she's, she showed me how much she's improved. She's... She's so versatile. She obviously obviously gets back, but um, just the way you ride her, she makes things a lot easier for me. Uh, I know when I had to sort of slide through at the valley, I knew when I got the clear run that she was going to be there for me to pick up and sprint as that turn of foot she's got. And um, I just feel like getting on her today, maturity-wise, she's just she's come onto another level as well. She's shown me no signs of sort of wanting to go to the paddock, so which is a which is a big thrill. I'm really looking forward to partnering up with her again this weekend. You say that she's got back in her races, which she clearly has been the strongest finish uh, finisher in all three of her starts, but she's drawn Barry 10 of 11, she's drawn 9 of 10, and she drew 10 of 10. So if the Barry gods finally smile and you draw a good gate on Saturday, does she have the ability to sit closer in the run? Yeah, well, I haven't really spoke to Mitch about that. We, we're probably just expecting to draw bad again because we've done it every three <laughs> starts with her. So I, I actually hope we do just to keep the pattern going, but... Um, look, she, she's not that fast out the gate. Um, like I said, I haven't spoken to Mitch whether if we did draw well where, you know, we could try just hold it, hold a little bit more of a position with her, but I would, I would hate to put her out of her comfort zone. I, I really trust the horse to have that sprint for me. So for me, either way, wherever she's happy in the running, I'm going to be happy. Gee, what a spring you've had, hey, Bo. It's been uh, quite phenomenal. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> been a bit of a dream, really. Um, obviously, a, a lot of work goes into it and hasn't just happened overnight. We've we've really worked hard at it over the last year to, to get where we got into that position through this spring carnival and to take off a group one winner and um, get a group two winner on Cox Plate Day and then obviously leading into the cup, getting the placing there. It's just been a bit of a fairy tale. What was that Melbourne Cup ride like on Shiraz where no one really gave you any chance and you end up running third in the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, it was, it was obviously surreal. I, I say it to a lot of people, I really felt like I wanted coming back in with the, the celebrations that the, the owners were giving me mm. and everything like that. And uh, It was just unbelievable. For, for a split second there, when I got on Zara's back coming into the straight, I, and only a split second, I thought I was going to win a Melbourne Cup. But, <laughs> uh, without a fight quickly, put me to shame. But my horse was so gallant that 
the Chris Waller team did a great job to present him as well as they did on that day. And to even have a horse run on like that in, in a race like that it was so exciting. And to do it for Chris Waller on the biggest stage, all as well for other major opportunities in the future. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, he's a he's a trainer and an operation that runs a, a huge business, and the horses are at that caliber and that barn are, are massive. So, if I can really, yeah, try uh, gain some more more opportunities off that with him, I, I would absolutely love those opportunities because, as you've seen with Shiraz, he he's a he's an expert at getting into to run really well and run at their best. And what a lovely moment! that photo of the entire class of 2023, the Melbourne Cup jockeys with Ollie's farewell ride. Uh, that's a picture you can cherish uh, for the rest of your career. Yeah, it was definitely exciting to be a part of all that. It, just with everything too, over the whole whole spring carnival, um, riding against him, he, he's a credit to himself. He's, his statistics speak, speak for themselves. And just to have those celebration moments with him after everyone and, and just send him off in such a such a good fashion. It, it's been unbelievable to, to be there for the experience. What was it like in the in the rooms with Ollie on that final day uh, at Flemington and, and around the final race? Uh, for him, it's just like, I think, business as always. He's, he's, he's pretty switched on when, when he's working and, um, you know, we all had good laughs and good banner in there, but he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's pretty good at switching on Ollie. So it wasn't until probably after where we all just settled in and, Obviously, did the champagne showers mm. for him after the last, and yeah, it was just—it's—it's it's a very cool experience to be a part of. Obviously, with what he's done for the sport. What's your week look like? Uh, you've got a, a few at Mornington today, and then Ballarat Wednesday. Will you continue to ride throughout the week after a, a punishing four days at Flemington? Yeah, I'm I'm riding throughout the week, but uh, only probably taking minimal rides. Obviously, want to keep pretty fresh. It's a long four days that carnival, and. You know, it gets the better of you, especially whilst you're trying to ride light throughout that week. Um, yeah, it can, can knock you around a bit, but obviously we had the race through Monday yesterday and uh, sort of you give yourself a bit of time to refresh. But, um, yeah, I'll be riding through the week, but like I said, only sort of minimal ride, picking and choosing just to lead up into Saturday. You've got a couple of nice rides today. You've got uh, the... the Godolphin Blue Silks on Establish in race number one. Uh, you didn't ride it on debut, but... Um, obviously, I'm not sure what occurred on that occasion, but any horse trained by uh, James Cummings and a maiden is going to be hard to beat. Yeah, definitely. You've got to respect that, that stable, don't you? Um, they present their horses so well every time they hit the races. And like you said, it obviously didn't run up to probably the performance they were hoping at Benalla. But um, like I said with James Cummings, you'd expect him to, to find out the little niggling problems and bring him, bring him in today uh, ready to go. Heiress is a filly, you know, and she certainly ran well behind a heart of class or glass who went to Flemington after a, this dominant win. But I thought your filly here was quite good first up. Yeah, she was brave. Uh, like you said, that, that uh, heart of glass showed a lot of speed. Showed a lot of speed and uh, just about to sit off it. And my filly actually quickened up really, really well that day and just unfortunately got beat by a, by a horse that was probably better on the day. And, um, and obviously a nice horse at that too. So I think coming in today, she, she's going to progress well from that run and, and be quite hard to beat today, I would imagine. Yeah, and you've got Moo Tessie you've picked up well uh, in race number eight today. Have you got any other rides uh, lined up for Caulfield on Saturday? Um, still uh, in, the, in the line to sort of pick up a few more, obviously working on the Rupert Clark as mm. well. Um, still sort of in the fine line for that. So just sort of still working at it. Obviously we're getting down to the bottom end of it till tomorrow, but... Yeah, hopefully I've got a few more there and have a busy day with 
some good chances. Well, you got down pretty light to ride Shiraz in the Cup, so you, you're still um, able to ride light at the moment? Yep, yep, definitely riding light uh, whenever the opportunities come up in those handicap races. and really sort of wanted to make a bit of a statement riding that light in the Melbourne Cup because I hadn't done it for a while and just wanted to prove to probably a few people and myself that I was capable of getting down to it. And, yeah, obviously the, the reward paid off. It ran a great race and everything worked out well. And, yeah, I'm sort of fit and ready to go for anything around 51 plus. Did you do it reasonably easy getting down to that weight? Uh, yeah, I thought I did. I, I did a lot of training throughout the week. I had quite a light week um, just to sort of give myself a lot of time to, to do it. And I didn't probably jump into the sauna or the, or the bath till the morning of. So I actually got down to about 52 naturally without yeah, jumping in that, which was fantastic. I thought I was pretty happy with that that result. And it was probably the last little bit was the hardest hardest to get off as per usual. You, you haven't really got much left in the tank. But um, it was obviously hard too because the day, it was a scorching hot day. It was 30-something mm. degrees. And the humidity just kills you throughout the day, especially when you're riding light. So that was probably the hardest bit of it all. I think if it was a nicer day, it, may, it probably would have made it a lot easier. Uh, Bo, well done on what's been a phenomenal spring carnival so far, and it'll be a lovely way to put an exclamation uh, on the end of it if you could win the 1,000 guineas with Skybird, who's going to be the hardest to beat uh, from what we've seen so far. Good luck on the weekend, mate. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it, mate. Bo Merton's joining us there.